Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now I'm out here in West Dublin and on Post Parcel Hub to take a look at what goes on here and also to hear about some of the trends of what's been sent through on Post and just how much online shopping we're actually doing. I'm delighted to be joined now by Garrett Bridgman. He's the Managing Director of On Post Commerce. Garrett, you're very welcome to the programme. And firstly, can I say I'm hugely impressed by what I see here in front of me. Yes, it's uh, well, welcome, Bobby. Welcome to our Dublin Parcel Hub. Um, this site here is actually the largest processing centre for parcels in Ireland. So right. we would process about a million parcels a week in this site from retailers all over Ireland to our consumers all over. And so it's a site which was opened in, 20, in 2019, um, really which was due to serve us for five to six years. But um, obviously events of what happened in 2020, it, what happened to us was our volumes doubled overnight. So this facility really has been a workhorse for us and organisation over the last number of years. So uh, the site itself is built in um, next to our old letter centre. So what we're doing is, as our business is transforming from the world of letters into the world of e-commerce, we're repurposing all our sites to help us with this growth and help Irish customers. So this site, as I said, was opened in 2019 and we invested over 30 million euro in the automated technology here, which is state-of-the-art technologies. Okay, so and when we talk about automation, so I'm looking here in front of, there's these big cages with all sorts of different parcels uh, within each cage. So how does the automation actually work? So what happens is that every parcel uh, that people order online will come with, uh, the label will be on it, and we would work with all our retailers to get pre-electronic information. So the trucks will arrive into this site. We could have maybe up to 100 trucks a day would come into the site. They get taken in from cages, put straight on the machine, and they're sorted down to over 120 different destinations, which would be your local delivery office wherever you are in Ireland. So there's very little manual intervention, as you'll see. There's very little staff around here. It's all really done uh, by the machine. If you take my house as an example, where there might be four or five girls present, they're all ordering different things online. If if there's four or five different orders from my house, from yeah. different suppliers, does the does that get collated that yes, I yes. that I actually end up getting one delivery yes. rather than six? Yeah, so what happens is, so we would have something which is called an outward and an inward operation. So from about five in the evening, or a bit earlier even, we would take all the parcels from all over Ireland, from all the ferries, from all the companies, and we'd collate them at this site. We would sort them then into cages for each district. So then, for example, if you're in Glenageary, we will have a cage for Glenageary, which will have all the items from all over Ireland going out onto Glen, to Glenageary. That cage then will go on a truck to Glenageary delivery office and the postmen and women in that site will take all the parcels from Glenageary and deliver them for the day. So they're all consolidated. It is really the most efficient uh, way of doing it. You'll notice that your postmen and women um, have moved from being in bicycles and you'll see them now going around their electric vans. So we've put the capacity in here to process and deliver it. But we've also put the capacity in at the final mile, as we call it, yeah. so the postmen and women can handle all those parcels because it's very difficult to deliver a parcel on a bike. This has displaced the letter per se, but where you used to deliver letters, I suppose, in a similar way, now it's parcels. 
It is, yeah. And what we've seen is um, that our business really is transitioning from the world of letters into parcels. Uh, our letters, which is our core business, um, have halved in the last 10 years because people aren't sending as much mail. Interestingly, what people are sending in the mail is the most important stuff, and they continue to do to send mail. And interestingly, most of our uh, income would still come from letters. But back in about 2017, we weren't really involved in the parcels business, and we did some benchmarking and we looked at our strategy, and really, Ireland was, was behind its European counterparts in terms of online shopping. So we saw this as a huge growth area. So we really doubled down with our strategy. We invested significant technology. And what we've seen is, as I said, parcels have increased tremendously in the last number of years and events in 2020 really were uh, uh, helped us accelerate our strategy at a rapid pace when we look at us uh, as um, as online shoppers and people who use the service and we compare ourselves to our european counterparts um, we are now have overtaken many of them i think we're at something like almost 19 percent now yeah. uh, whereas some of the Euro other european companies like sweden spain they're all between 10 and 14 yeah. percent of total sales yeah so in the, in the early days when we used to go to the different industry uh, conferences and things like that we were definitely an outlier irish people were not shopping online and then what happened was irish people started buying uk brands uh, the UK were kind of more advanced than us, so they start buying from Marks and Spencer, Next, uh, Amazon. So, in the early days, I'm talking maybe two or three years ago, over 70% of the online shopping was coming from the UK. But what happened was that all changed in 2020, and Irish retail really embraced online, and we've seen a significant growth in Irish retail. And it's everything from their large retails, the likes of Eason, uh, Arnott's, all the way down to the likes of Kilkenny, uh, Carrick Dunn, Velo Coffee in Cork, all of these guys really up their game online, and now we're delighted to see that most of the online shopping in Ireland comes from Irish brands. So over 52% of online shopping. And the one thing I'd say to all the SMEs out there is that, you know, there's a huge opportunity to go online for SMEs, no matter what size you are, whether you have a small business, if you have a great product in your bedroom that you're making or in your shed or whatever it is, it's very easy to get online. And once you get online, your shop's open 24 hours a day, people can browse. With all the advances in technology and the online payment channels like Apple Pay, Google Pay, all of these, it's a huge opportunity yeah. to grow. So we're seeing, but, but still, half of Irish SMEs are not online. And there's government support there. Go to your local uh, enterprise board. There's, there's voucher um, uh, grants that you can get to help you set up online. And you have an advantage now with Brexit and customs because we don't have the challenge in Ireland of the Irish Sea, and now the fact that Britain is no longer in the EU, it is a little bit trickier to buy from UK brands, but so the Irish smaller brands have a, have a bit of a start on UK brands. Again, I, I speak from experience on this. Once you get the first customs bill that you weren't expecting by mistake, yeah. and you have to go up to on post and pay your 40 euro or whatever it is, you're pretty careful about buying from the UK again. But let's have a walk through here, yeah. Gareth. Um, and this is, as I said, is our main uh, sortation hub for Ireland. We do about a million parcels a week here from wow. traders all over Ireland and UK and uh, international as well from China from Australia and really what we've seen is that you know there has been a huge increase in online shopping we've done some recent research where we undertake research every three times a year to understand what's the Irish consumer want from online shopping but what does business think of online shopping and it's very interesting that what we've seen is that 94% 
of our la- uh, our last survey, 94% of adults bought something online in the last three months, which is extraordinary. Yeah. And if we look at it, what we're seeing is that in the past it might have been clothing, footwear and beauty. But really what happened, the pandemic changed everything and it really brought people shopping online, both segments that traditionally maybe didn't buy online, so some of maybe the older community, but also segments like farmers, for example, never would have bought anything online, but now they're buying some machinery, buying parts, all of that. So the pandemic kind of changed it, but it's changing around what they're buying and how they're buying. So what they're buying now is there's an awful lot, you'd, you'd know your cloning footwear beauty, but they're buying things like hardware, um, you know, uh, household products. And we've seen a huge increase in pets and people buying things, pet for their, you know, food for their dogs. Or, or and isn't it amazing people would have said, I remember I heard a guy giving a speech from the, uh, the fashion school of London. He said, I was the guy who said that people would never buy uh, fashion online. And he put, put his hand up and said yeah. how wrong he was. But even things like shoes, you know, yeah. measurement of shoes, people aren't that bothered. I'm a size 12, you know, it's going to be, yeah. So, but, so the, the whole thing around you know, not being afraid to touch and feel yeah. seems to have moved on a bit. Well, it has. There's two things in that. First, I'd say is, you know, people will return products and, you know, um, some of the fast fashion, you may have you know, people who buy two or three tops knowing they're going to return two of them. So what we'd say to people is to make sure that you have a seamless returns experience. If you buy something, like make it easy for them to return it back. But what we've also seen a trend in, and this is, I mean, we, we, we kind of look what's happening in other industries who are maybe more advanced in Ireland, in terms of say the US and some, some other parts of Europe. Uh, fidgetal is the new phrase that it was a recent one, which is um, where you get a physical experience, but digital. So you might go into a store, walk around, have a look at a you know pair of shoes or whatever, try them on and say, and, and just go up to the counter and say, listen, can I order them for delivery? So as you can see, we've got four um, induction points here. So all the trucks will come in here during a day, could be 20 or 30. They would come from anywhere. They could come from an Irish retailer. They could come... But a lot of them would come from the boats as well in terms of uh, the, the ferries direct. They come in raw and we unload them automatically onto these belts here. And at this stage they go up and nothing happens at this stage until they go underneath our overhead scanners. The overhead scanners scan each parcel on three, four, five sides. And then that will tell us where that parcel is going down to the person's delivery point. It then goes around our belt and it'll find its appropriate uh, destination. It'll drop into the, the, the appropriate district and then we'll put it onto a truck and that truck will go anywhere from Sligo to Letterkenny to Cork to Dublin and we're a 24-hour operation. So how important is the air code then? Uh, I know, because I know yeah. in the early days on Postwork, they were only so-so about yeah. air codes, but it seems to me that they've really got traction. The air codes did get traction um, and more and more people are using them. I think as when you need to sign up for certain state services, you need to include your air codes. That kind of forced people to use them. We don't really need air codes. I know that sounds, uh, but we don't need them because uh, the technology we have to read the addresses uh, coupled with the amazing technology in our postmen and women's brains mean that, you know, we can find anyone. And we do. (laughs) As you can see, we we notice lots of these brown boxes here, Bobby, are coffee pods. I which, yeah, so big demand for coffee pods, as you can imagine. And again, this will be a subscription service. People will sign up. So the product basically would go up this belt and go underneath our scanners here. And I'll show you upstairs what happens there. And you can see all our boxes that we use here are um, we reuse every box. Yeah. So there's no uh, waste. So as you can see, all the parcels come up and all the conveyors com- uh, combine and go underneath our overhead scanners there. And then the, the belt will 
drive around and when it finds its destination. So each of these boxes here will be for each of the major towns in Ireland. We have a broken into about 120 different destinations. And once they're sorted in, that um, cage is brought out. That's on. amazing. It's wonderful to come out here and actually see yeah. the physicality of what actually happens. Because when I think people order something online and it turns up, they actually don't realise that all the hard work of the decent people on post yeah. and all the other people who, who, who are involved in the logistics of getting something from A to B. So thanks for letting me into your world and uh, thanks for having me out here today. It's, it's been a kind of a revelation. All right, no problem, and it's a pleasure. And uh, I could, I'll welcome you back at Christmas time if you want to see more parcels. Might even get a job. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.